Welcome to part two of the New Yorker's July 7th and 14th, 2008 issue. We have four articles for you. Elizabeth Colbert reports on how a Danish community transformed its energy systems in a single decade. Then, it's Joan Acacella on Mark Morris's reinterpretation of Romeo and Juliet, with a happy ending. And we have a short story by T.C. Boyle about a man who makes an unusual choice when selecting a pet. But first, on the financial page, James Surowiecki reports on why Congress is blaming commodity speculators for soaring oil prices. When bad things happen, it's always nice to have a scapegoat. So, with Americans furious about soaring oil prices, Congress has gone in search of someone to blame. There are a number of usual suspects to choose from depending on your politics. OPEC, greedy oil companies, lily-livered environmentalists opposed to oil drilling. But now Congress has seized on another set of villains, commodity speculators. Excessive market speculation, in the words of Senator Joseph Lieberman, has supposedly inflated the price of oil and other commodities beyond reason. Curb speculation, as a raft of proposed laws intend to do, and oil prices will soon return to earth. Speculation has been a favorite target of politicians looking to mollify anxious voters since the time of ancient Greece, when the orator Lysias protested that wheat traders had reduced Athens to a state of siege. Even in market-friendly America, there is a long tradition of denouncing speculators as dishonest, unproductive parasites. The 19th century preacher Henry Ward Beecher decried their cool, calculating, essential spirit of concentrated avaricious selfishness. And not unreasonably, the past century is full of examples of avaricious selfishness leading to the manipulation and corruption of markets. In the 20s, speculators banded together in stock pools, trading a particular stock among themselves to create the illusion that its value was rising. In March 1929, a stock pool succeeded in pushing up RCA's stock price by almost 50% in less than two weeks, and then dumping the stock when outside investors bought in. In the late 70s, a speculator's pool led by the Hunt brothers mounted an attempt to corner the world's silver market, and at one point controlled an amount equivalent to an entire year's global production. Given this history, and the fact that recent years have seen a huge flood of speculative money entering the commodity markets, assets in commodity indexes, by some calculations, increased 20-fold between 2003 and the spring of this year, it's not unreasonable to wonder if there might be something nefarious behind the sharp run-up in oil prices. But there's...